We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into another and I guess the final edition of the Mason Brooks show. I'm Neil McCready. That is Ole Miss offensive line. I guess at this point, Mason, it's former Ole Miss offensive line, oh. Mason Brooks. Uh, it's been a little while since we've done this. You and I have talked a few times, obviously, so it's not like, hey, let's catch up. But uh, how, how, how have you been? I'm good. No, it's uh, it has been a minute. You know, I, I'm I'm glad. You're having me for a for a final kind of closure episode, I guess, if you will. That's exciting stuff. Uh, you know, I'm I'm all right. It was it's good to go home. Obviously, um, not really the outcome I wanted. Um, you know, especially playing against former staff there. Um, you know, over at Texas Tech and uh, playing at home in front of the family and you know around the holidays and the sacrifices. You know, we kind of made leading up to that. Not really what you want for what you worked for, but. Um, I guess that's the game of football, and you know, um, you know, the second half of the season was, you know, not what anyone on the team really wanted. But I mean, you know, you got to roll with the bunches. I suppose that's kind of been my motto this year. So I guess we'll keep it rolling. But I'm, I'm, I'm good for the most part. So let's start there. Um, the last time we visited, it was uh, after uh, after Alabama. You guys were getting ready to go to Fayetteville. You were going to have a quick turn with Mississippi State. Um. You obviously lost all four of those games. You you lost to Alabama. We talked about it, but you lost in Fayetteville. Um, you you lost at home in the Egg Bowl, and then of course you lost the other night in the uh, Tax Act Texas Bowl. Don't accuse me of not using the brand. I did it there. The Tax Act Texas Bowl. What happened? You guys lose five out of your last six games. You were seven and zero at one point, eight and one at one point. You finish eight and five. What what happened in your opinion? Yeah, I think you know, um, you you got you got to look at the team and just kind of look around and say, you know, could we have done more? Um, you know, as a unit, did we? Did we? I guess you know, I think the biggest thing we kind of lost the little things, and I think we talked about that as a team, you know, this week, and we talked about it as an O line this week, really with the with the GA Hunter coming in and coaching us, and the new coach, Coach Garrison, who I think is a great great hire. That's a great dude, you know, almost. Fans can rest easy. The line's in good hands with uh, with Hunter and, and Garrison. Those are some some bang up guys. And you know, I wish Coach Thornton all the best at Auburn, but those guys are going to do a great job. Um, but you know, we really talk about it as an O line. You know, like have, have we lost the little things? You know, what 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 made us successful at the beginning of the season? What did we 
what are we, what are we lacking? You know, you got to you look around and the fingers begin to point and, you know, it's important to try your best to point the fingers at yourself um, because you can't, I can't control the call sheets or, you know, what's happening in the game or the situation we're put in, you know, we can't control how we play and our attitudes. And um, so I, I think we looked around and we said, you know what, you know, we're not, we're not running from drill to drill. We're not, you know, getting set in timely fashion. Our hand placement is not where it needs to be. I mean, these little things that were so important in fall camp that we spent so much time watching and correcting and, and, you know, we, we've hit a couple of bumps in the road and have we just, you know, abandoned ship. And I think it was a big gut check, you know, for the team, um, you know, how can we try to fix this? And obviously not, not the outcome we wanted, um, you know, there at the end, but uh, I was proud of the O-line for, um, you know, trying to work on that stuff and really the team as a whole for trying their best to work on it. So, so there's two schools of thought with uh, you guys and some of what happened, especially in the Arkansas game, the Mississippi state game, and not to, not to take anything away from either one of those two teams. I mean, they, 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 they watch film and they practice too. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to win also. Um, that being said, there's people that say, Hey, so much emotional capital put into that Alabama game. So much at stake and you guys played pretty well and then didn't yeah. finish it, you know, didn't finish against uh, one of the two or three most prestigious programs in all of college football. You you couldn't just finish it. It was the ball was in the air with 20 something seconds left and you could have won, but you didn't finish it. And maybe you just couldn't get back up again. And then there's the other, which is obvious. And I'm, I'm not going to dance around it. There was the Lane Kiffin to Auburn rumors that were flying at that time. I mean, it was pretty hot and heavy in that week and a half, two-week period when you guys played at Arkansas and then at home against Mississippi State. How much, in your opinion, did either of those things or not shape what ultimately happened? Uh, You know, the loss to Alabama sucked. Um, You know, like you said, kind of up in the air, whereas the loss to LSU was kind of like, all right, like it's bumping the road. Let's get back on track. You know, we fell apart in the second half in Death Valley. It happens to every good team, you know, Arkansas. I mean, uh, not Arkansas, Alabama, you know, went down to Texas and almost lost. And that, that was early in the season. That's just an example. You know, there's teams that should win games. I mean, there's hundreds of examples, you know, and the LSU is a good team and they're getting hot. And, you know, we, we, we slip up there. And, you know, the Alabama game was one that I think all the guys, you know, we walked in the locker room and we're like, I mean, how many times do you you get Alabama in a spot like that? I mean, like you said, you're talking about a a dynasty team, you know, and 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 having them right there. I mean, you know, they, they crushed guys like Jackson, you know, a young guy who's who's asked to lead and and is doing his best and is busting his you know, excuse my French, is busting his ass every week and doing the little stuff and 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 trying so hard to lead. You know, I, I think that hurts. I mean, that hurts your confidence. That hurts. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not taking anything away from Jackson, but I think I think it hurt. I think it hurt the whole team. We wanted that one. I mean, of course, you want to win games, but that was one that just stung. Sure. Um, you know, the, the Kiffin situation was. Um, you know, I don't think it affected us as much as it affected fans. I mean, I think a lot of the guys had to hear it from their family, you know, and their and and their fans that they know. And, and I got to go to the grocery store and bump into people who are asking me. You know, not not hey, are we ready for Arkansas? But you know, hey, do we have a head coach? And you know, I'm I'm not worried about that. You know, I'm worried about you know number 
you know, Landon Jackson, number 40 for the, you know, the Arkansas and, and making sure, you know, Micah and those guys are ready. And, you know, what am I doing on the goal line? You know, I'm not worried about is Kevin coming back and, and what's he doing in, in Auburn and, and this and that. And, you know, when I, when I committed here, they told me he was going to the Vikings and they said, you know, every year there's rumors drummed up. And, you know, so I think it was easy for me to start and say, you know, this was a rumor, but it, it just materialized a little far where it was kind of like, all right, like, can we either drop this or like, is what's the deal? Like, can we move on from this? Or are we just going to keep freaking talking about it? And so I think it, it annoyed a lot of the guys more than like hindered the play. Cause you're either going to play good or you're not. I mean, you know, that, that is some effect, but people put a lot of stock in like, you're, you're either, you either got it or you don't, you either got the dog or you don't, we're either ready to play game plan wise or we're not. You didn't think it affected preparation. I don't think it affected preparation. I think it was like a, a scab, you know, where it's just like either can we rip this off or, or not, this is just pestering. And, and I think, you know, maybe other aspects of the game it affected, but I think from, from a player to player standpoint, I think you'd ask the guys and they'd say, look, you know, we just didn't show up. We didn't show up like we needed to at Arkansas and, and, and let them get, let them get out on us. And they were ready to play. I think we kind of had a, you know, okay, well, we just, we were close with Bama there and we should have won that game. So we'll, we'll get back on track here. Like we did when we lost LSU and we'll, we'll go out here and we'll stomp these cats and then we'll go in the egg bowl feeling good. And, you know, when you don't do that, it's, it's hard. It was hard to go in the egg bowl feeling good. I mean, it's a five day turnaround. Um, you know, and I'm not taking anything away from the conference team. I think we're in full confidence that we were going to win that game too. But I mean, it's, it's a five day turnaround. I, I think, you know, you got young guys that might, might mess with their heads a little bit. And so, um, that was, that was just a, a kind of spiral effect at the end of the year. That was uh, upsetting to watch, um, because we work so hard and people don't see all the, you know, obviously the, the wins and losses, but people don't see all the little stuff is it's brutal. It's, so. it's a ton of time. It's a ton of work. Um, the, the, the blood, sweat, tears is literal. I mean, it's, 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 uh, yeah, it's literal. Um, which, you know, about the bowl game, I'm, I've, I think you can make a lot of money betting on bowl games by simply saying, okay, I'm gonna look at these two teams. Which one does it make the most sense that they're excited to be there? And I'm going to go with them. And yeah. if you do that, I mean, you're not going to win every game, but you're going to win a bunch if you just follow a system. And again, nothing against the Tax Act Texas Bowl. I'm sure that they are fantastic people. So hope that they're, if, if you're watching, they I, were great. They put a great bowl on. They were great know, people. 10 out of 10. You're a, when you're 7 and 0, when you're 8 and 1, and you're talking about the college football playoff, you're talking about the Fiesta Bowl, the Sugar Bowl, the, the, the Orange Bowl, those kinds of games, right? Access bowls. And suddenly you're in the Texas Bowl on a Wednesday night in Houston on December the 28th. It's just human nature that you're not going to be as geeked up as a team like A&M with the first year, not A&M, Tech, with the first year coach. Hey, might move it this way with A&M next year. Hey, back in a bowl, congrats. Um, Texas Tech hadn't been bowling as much. They, the program had been down. Uh, new coach that they're excited about gets them in, gets to have a good year. They finish on a hot streak. You guys finished on a cold streak. They finished on a hot streak. It just made sense. They'd be the most geeked up, and it looked like watching it that they were. Yeah, I think there was times where it felt like it too. I mean, uh, you know, me and the guys, I mean, hats off to, you know, Acker. There were a bunch of guys, you know, Acker sticks out to me as someone who was just, 
relentlessly trying to juice up the side and you know has has his goofy or whatever will chalk has up to be a little different but uh, he cares a lot you know and there are a lot of guys trying to trying to get the juice going um there were just some some low points where you know i was like you know it doesn't matter what we say here um they're just they're fired up i mean i know joey mcguire personally i mean that that staff recruited me and and you know i know some of the coaches over there really well and you know we played we played with that staff against App State last year, and on paper App State should have probably beat us, and like we beat the taller out of App State. I, I feel like you see a lot of close goals and a lot of blowouts, but there's not a lot of like middle ground. And I think that App State wasn't ready to play, and that's a great program who is run efficiently and, and gave a ton of people work this year. And you know I've also been in, in bowl games where we go out there and I'm like, dude. You know, before the ball's even kicked, I'm like, dude, we we are not ready. We do not want to be here. It's it's it is a unique preparation experience because of the amount of time that you have. It's kind of like the first game of the year. I feel like where it's like only difference is you don't. I mean, in the first game of the year, you don't really know who you are, but at the end of the year, you still kind of at least with us, you know, ended on a cold streak. It was there was some questions, you know, some question marks, and and um, I think Texas Tech was Joey. You know, is a big culture rah rah let's go and it's it's authentic and he's been i know because he's he's a high school legend in texas and those guys were bought in and they were bought in from the start of the whistle to the end and i'm not saying we weren't i'm just saying it was like you said it was very apparent that they wanted to be there and you know yeah, there they, were times the they looked like a team that was excited to be there and wanted to be there and desperately oh, yeah. wanted to win the game and oh, it was just a different feel i'm not i'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus or anything i just not either you it, could it was, just see a difference. That's all, and it happens. It, it happens across college football. It's not unique to Ole yeah. Miss and bowl games. You see it in bowl games all the time. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was a tough deal, especially because, I, like, I mean, you stack players on players. I mean, I could give you a list. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from. from I mean, they they beat our ass. So I mean, I'm not taking anything away from Tech. But I mean, we got. I mean, Quinchon. I mean, I could go on. You know. Uh, uh, from a number a raw numbers standpoint, I mean, we are an SEC team. We're, we're the premier conference. You know, we should, you know, on paper be dominant. And it was disappointing to not put that out there, you know, especially as much as I love those guys, especially as much as I, you know, wanted to win that game, you know, selfishly beyond me being an Ole Miss fan and a rebel and just me personally wanting to win that game. Um, you know, it was weird being on the other side of, the Bailey Zap Gilly dial up, you know, it's just, <laughs> so. you knew that offense for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Those, beyond the game though, you go to a bowl game and I, I saw you guys Christmas night, you and a bunch of your teammates went to what appeared to be a steakhouse or, or something like that for a, a dinner. And uh, which I'm sure that table was pretty funny. Um, that the last time you guys will be together as a team, um, you know, did that, hit you a little bit in those days leading up to that, you know, that you're going to be buddies with a bunch of these guys forever. I get it, but it's the last time that you guys are going to get dressed in a locker room and take a field and, you know, go play a football game as teammates. That's not going to happen again, ever all of y'all in one place. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, last season when I, when I ended, I wasn't very emotional because I think I had so much on the horizon um, you know, with, with, you know, I love WKU and I was so appreciative, but I was, you know, ready, you know, I was talking to coaches and I was ready to take visits and I wasn't one foot out the door, but I was, you know, getting near the, 
doorstep. Um, and so it was, it was, that ending was, uh, you know, we, we went on a dub and Bailey said the record. And so it was a little different. I mean, you're talking about, you know, this year was just, it was emotional. It was a good bowl experience. And that dinner was awesome. And, you know, we, we went there on a whim and we were wearing sweatpants and, I was wearing a hockey jersey and Crocs and <laughs> I was like, dude, they're not going to let us. I mean, this is like, I mean, there's like a Rolls Royce parked up front. Like, dude, we're going to get the boot. And they, they were like, no, as soon as we walked in and then they kind of figured out who we were and they figured out, okay, like these guys have pretty M. These guys all have pretty M. You know, these guys, there's, you know, Jackson Dart and, and we'll, we'll go ahead and sit them. And that was a good move by them because we, <laughs> we ate, I told the guys, I mean, I, my grandma always said, you know, you might never come this way again. And I, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to be a steakhouse like that again, but it, bone marrow butter, if I'm going to throw that on there, let's, let's throw that on there. If I got to, you know, <laughs> make up a job washing cars when I go home. So be it. <laughs> what did you, order? Kidding, but, you know, that was, that was, uh, that was a cool deal. You know, it, it, well, what was your order that night? Did you get the bone in ribeye? Oh or? yeah. Uh, so our waitress, who was a great waitress, uh, but she, she immediately hit us with the, Oh, you guys need some seafood towers, you know? And, who were we to to not get the seafood towers and look like some chumps in there when we were already looking like some chumps in there? I mean, this is you're talking about guys, you know, people families having Christmas dinners like in tuxedos and I mean we we show up in there and you know, hoodies. It was just it was awesome. But uh so yeah, we we went ahead and got two seafood towers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
uh, with like caviar and stuff that a lot of the guys in there from Mississippi had not eaten before. Um, so that I hadn't eaten before, and I'm from Austin, you know, and, and uh, so that was that was that was aggressive on our bills to start out with, um, you know, and then um, I just me and Jackson said, you know what, we let's split some crab cakes, and so we did that, and and then we split some potatoes and some asparagus, and I got a uh, you got to go with the wagyu wagyu, you know, they she talked me into getting the wagyu and. She talked me into the bone marrow, but I mean, she was she was wheeling and dealing. I mean, she, she was, knew what she, she was upselling throughout the course of the oh, hundred percent. I mean, it was it was delicious. It was fantastic, but I mean, it it was aggressive on my pockets. So uh, no, and then you know you got to get bread pudding. I mean, it's your signature dessert, you know, with the the deuce de leche, uh, you know, ice cream and, and the caramel drizzle. You know, you gotta you gotta get one of those. So I mean, it was they messed up Jeremy James's bill, and. Uh, he was like, you know, Jeremy's very emotionless. He was like, this doesn't seem right. And I was like, let me see it. It was like $1,500. And I was like, what did you order, Jeremy? And we were like scrolling through it. And they they put some on there for like, a, I don't know, like $1,200 or $1,300 that wasn't on there. And it was, he was like, I'll, I'll, he told the waitress, he was like, I'll, <laughs> I'll pay for this if I have to. And I'll just, just be broke. But I swear I didn't order this stuff. And, so no, it was that was fun and the rodeo was fun and um you know the end of the game was sad and you know I, it was you know I actually ended up being kind of bittersweet because my former staff was there and I, you know I shared a cool moment with my former line coach and really you know a couple of coaches that poured a lot into me um and I was unsure kind of how that would end um you know because I didn't I chose to come here and not go over there and stepped on a lot of toes doing that and uh they were just really cool um and it was that was really special and and you know I, I shared a special moment with Altmaier there at the end um same deal where it's you know this is someone who's you know become one of my best friends and and uh you know he stood there and he waited I don't know 15 minutes for me to talk to I got family that ran on the field they're tech fans and people that knew my dad that I didn't even know that talked to me and my former coaches and uh, one of my best friends ran on the field and, and Altmaier waited for all of that. So, you know, we could get a photo and, and share a final moment there. And, you know, people like Altmaier and, and, you know, I know he's not staying, but, you know, people like that, Acker and, and Warren and, you know, even the guys that aren't from here, but those guys are what makes, you know, Malik Heath, Mingo, these guys from Mississippi that are homegrown from Mississippi and come to Ole Miss are what make Ole Miss special because the, it, just means a lot. It means a lot. To, it means a lot to everybody, but it means a lot to those guys and they're raised right. And, you know, it's, it was cool. You know, a lot of the share, a lot of sentiments with a lot of the guys in the locker room and, and a lot of guys had some really nice stuff to say about me and, um, you know, just my year and um, staying resilient. And it was, uh, it was a lot different than I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought it was, I thought it was going to be a lot different. I was, I was really happy with, um, the ending, even though it was really sad, like you said, it was it was it was a lot. So sorry. As a total, as a total aside, I think uh, I think Luke made a, a great decision with Illinois. That's a perfect kind of fit for him. I do too. I think that uh, it's going to be a huge change of pace, weather wise, um, you know, and, and culture wise. <laughs> um, but he's got such like a tenacious spirit. Um, 
I think he's just I think he's gonna tear it up. I hope he does. I, I guess I'm an Illinois fan now. I gotta get some orange and blue. I don't even know. Yeah, na- na- navy blue and orange, yeah. I'm I'm a big yeah. ten football guy. We and I talked about that at the beginning of the year. I watch a lot of Big Ten just because I don't know why. I just do. And um yeah, Illinois, they were they were kind of oh. fun to watch and couple of their beat writers called me over the course of the week like hey i want to ask you about luke altmeyer stuff i'm like so is he going there because that's what it sounds like you're saying and 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 everybody's like well it's kind of what we hear and i'd heard that it was going to happen so i was i was happy for luke and uh you and luke both handled this year incredibly classy uh, the way that that you both handled it so we'll get to that in a minute but but yeah i thought it was a good fit for him yeah, I do too. It was a good move. A lot of the guys made good moves. Miles, Miles to Utah, I think, was a good deal for him as well. You know, you're talking about another guy who kind of didn't get the shake he wanted and stayed poised and and you know made a lot of big plays in the Alabama game. You know, came up short some, but I mean, he made he did bat an eye and went in when we really needed him to and locked down some serious dudes. And so I'm happy he's he's going to get a shake out there. And you know, Zach declaring is you know exciting for him and. And I think a lot of guys are making good decisions. So, so what's next for uh, Mason Brooks? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still want to make a run at it. You know, I still think I got the chops. Um, you know, to 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 have a professional career. So, I'm probably going to play in uh, you know a couple of these these senior bowls coming up um, in the next months. Um, try to try to play in as many as I can. You know. To, to get as much film as I can. And, um, you know, I plan on doing the pro day here at Ole Miss with, um, you know, Mingo and those guys and, and being able to share that moment with them will be cool, you know, for me, um, cause I've worked so hard with them, but I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, declare and, and try to make a run here for, uh, for the NFL. And then, uh, you know, put my best foot forward there. I'm, I'm still blessed, uh, you know, have some stock left and, you know, all I need is an opportunity. That's how I've always been. And so, that's how I'm looking at it. And if that doesn't work out, um, you know, I got, I got the, I got the WWE, you know, possibly we can pursue that. And, you know, then maybe I'll be a businessman or a coach. I, I don't have any idea. I'm just taking it, taking this thing six, six months, six days, six you get into the time. podcast business, you know, you never know. Hey man, you know, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I've had a, I've had a blast doing it. So who knows? I mean, there's no telling. I feel like the sky's the limit. I try to look at it that way. So so the first time that I ever talked to you, it was about this time a year ago, maybe a, a week or so later. Um, one of the most impressive interviews I ever did. But at the time, you were still in the interview in the in the decision making process. You picked Ole Miss. You had thirty some odd offers. You could have gone to a lot of places. Keeping it real, this didn't go from a playing time standpoint. This didn't go anywhere near what you imagined it would be. What it looked like it would be. What you probably were told it would be. My words, not yours. If you had it to do over, do you do something different or do you still come to Ole Miss? Yeah, I mean, I think there's two ways of looking at it. Um, you know, I think the obvious answer uh, from a playing time standpoint is, you know, I would have liked to play this year. I would have liked to play at Ole Miss. That was my plan all along. I wanted to play here, you know, and so obviously that was the goal. That was my number one plan. That's what I wanted most in my heart. And that's what I thought was going to happen, you know, and obviously it didn't, but Right, leading up right until, you know, basically the middle of fall camp. That that looked like it was what was going to happen. Um, you know, that being said, obviously there's other places that I probably would have played at. Um, you know, and I sometimes I look back and I say, you know, I probably would have played here, I probably played there. Hindsight's 2020. Um, 
But yeah, I think I think I would have liked to play the season for my senior year. So obviously, um, you know, somewhere where I could have played probably would have would have been better on paper. But um, you know, I think we've talked about this before, and and I try to tell this to everyone that I meet. You know, I, you know, I believe God's got a plan. Um, you know, Alexis chiming in there. Um, you know, I believe God's got a plan. Even if you're not religious, I believe that. You know, you know, looking back um in the past is uh, a waste of energy more than about five minutes um and i made a decision a calculated decision one that i thought was best um and i and i live with it and i and i'm 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 thankful despite it not going my way like you said at all really i'm thankful that it went the way that it did for the most part because i think that i've developed a ton as a man um you know, more than years of this and, and college as a whole has been really hard for me. And I think it's hard for some people and it's not for other people. You know, I look at some of my friends and I'm like, you know, real world's going to sting. You know, I mean, it's time to grow up. And I look at some other friends that have been through a bunch of crap and they're 20 years old and I'm, you know, it sucks, but you got to grow up at some point and, and it's, it's good to go through stuff like this. And um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. I've, I've met you and, and, you know, the Grove Collective, you know, the, the Liston family and, and you know, countless of fans, you know, and, and, and families and uh, players and, and, and business owners in town and, you know, some some great coaches. And, I mean, I, I can't count on, you know, both my hands how many great people I'll probably be in touch with for the rest of my life. Um, but, you know, more importantly, I think it just taught me, um, you know, how to stand for something, how to stand on your morals when, when things don't go your way, when, when it's not fair and and it doesn't make sense and you don't get an answer and you might not get an answer for weeks, you know, and, and, and and you have every, every right and every reason to be mad and pissed off and frustrated. And you say, you know what? I signed up for something. I'm part of a team. I I stand for something, you know, how can I help? You know, what can I do? And, and really mean like, you know, sometimes guys, things don't go their way and they're very obviously bitter, but they fake it. And I hope, you know, the fan base and nobody thought that, I mean, I was real spill, you know, obviously a very upset all year. And I'm not going to lie about that to anyone. Um, I was upset. It was frustrating, but I, I gave it everything I had any way that I could. I gave maximum effort in practice. I gave the best look that I could in, in special teams, in meetings, in mentoring the other guys. I mean, I like to think that I, you know, helped as much as I could. I mean, you know, Mike Pettis is a freak freak of nature. He is a gigantic human being. I don't know if, who's seen him in person, but he's massive. Um, you know, a lot going on there. And, you know, just to try my hardest to to, to pour in and help him and Jaden and these guys that were forced into playing as a freshman, which I did, you know, how can I help? And, and you know, how can I help this? And, and how can I support my roommates that are playing? And how can I, um, you know, learn from this. I know I'm getting kind of long-winded, but um, yeah, no, to answer your question, uh, I would have loved to play. Would have loved to play here. Did it. Don't regret it. Moving forward, I, I think that it it made me tough, Re- internally tough. I think I'm exteriorly tough. Um, it made me tough in a good way, but it, in my heart, it made me tough. And it taught me how to deal with adversity better than a lot of of other things in my life could, you know, football teaches you adversity running sprints and, and, and running a 12 play drive and, and, 
you're blocking a 320 pound nose tackle. I mean, or benching or, you know, it, but to, to truly have an opportunity to stand on something, it, it doesn't happen that often in your life. And and I, I will look back at Ole Miss with any regret because I chose to maximize and have a good attitude. And, and I, and I think it's the best move, you know, I've used you Sorry. as a, I've used you as an example with my kids multiple times about, um, you know, when you do things the right way and you follow a process, if you if you are consistent with that as much as you can be, I mean, we're all human, we all make mistakes, but if if you if you do that, most of the time it's going to work out, and and it might not work out the way you want it to work out, it might not work out in the time form that you want it to work out. But most of the time it will work out. And the flip side of that's typically true as well. If you if you do things the wrong way and you don't follow a process and you're not disciplined, it might work out occasionally, but in the long run, it's probably gonna backfire on you. It's probably gonna fall apart. And and those things tend to fall to uh to be true. And I mean, I, I've told you this several times over the course of the year. I've really admired the way that you've handled this, the way that I mean, I saw you on the sideline and you're doing the fire ho- the the fire extinguisher thing and i'm like you know not everybody else could do that genuinely the way that that he has when when you wanted to play you came to play and you, you, it didn't work out precisely the way that, that you thought it would and to have that kind of attitude I, I thought it i thought it spoke volumes about you and probably about your parents and the way you were raised and and your value system and and your, your morals more morality system everything i thought it just spoke volumes about you and for everybody there comes a day where you play the sport that you play there comes a day where you father time beats every guy everybody who ever played yeah. most most of us he gets us in high school because we're just not good enough uh some guys get to go play college and even the greats like even the greats go to the nfl and father time checks them out at some point so there's so much more to life for football players after football and if this is any indication i think you're going to do just fine I really appreciate that. I think it's, it is, it's one of those things where like you do something for so long, you know, all I've done is, is football and I've been a huge kid and I was always big. It was always football, football, football. And I'm not saying it's over. I'm just it father time, you know, like, I think what you said is good there. You know, it, it's got to end at some point, you know, and, 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 you know, better to go down swinging and, you know, go down not. And so, uh, no, it, it, it is, it is a unique deal and it is an honor to, to even play college football, to even step foot on a field and, and put on, you know, old Miss colors. And, you know, every time I felt upset, I just remind myself that there's, there's a six-year-old in, in Mississippi and he, all he wants to do is just put on an old Miss Jersey. And, and, you know, who am I to, to, you know, not make the most of this. So. Well, my friend, I appreciate you doing this. I have a suspicion that we'll uh, we'll visit with you again at some point uh, on on MPW Digital and and who knows where else. But um, I really enjoyed that you've done it. Uh, it was great doing it with you. It was a lot of fun. It was great getting to know you. And um, the, for the people that don't know, this is the the Mason that you see here. This is this is the same guy. This is the same guy that came over to my house and talked to my kid and all that stuff. So. Um, I appreciate you very much and uh, thank you for doing the show. Happy new year to you, to your family. And I uh, hope you had a great Christmas, even though it was a weird Christmas given normal Christmases. So uh, thanks again for doing this. We really appreciated it.
Yeah, Neil, I, I, I appreciate, you know, the show and, and how seamless you've made this for me and, and how you've never uh, changed or, or modified, you know, because I'm not this guy or that guy. You, you treated me the same all year. And, um, you know, you made it fun and you made it interesting every week, even when it felt like, you know, I can't, I, I don't have anything to, to add. You know, I feel like I don't have anything to say. I, you always made sure to, to throw something in good. And, and uh, you really made, you know, what I, what I was dreading after, you know, losing my job, how am I going to do this? Um, you know, no one's going to listen to this and, and he's not going to want to talk to me. You, you, you just made it, you made it something I look forward to every week and not something I thought I was going to dread. Um, and, and you're so good at, at what you do and, and it shows and, and everything that you put out and you really do care. And, um, it was just special and cool to have a platform. And I, I definitely hope this isn't the last time I think we would make a hell of a, hell of a crew and, and, uh, have some fun conversations in the future. And so, uh, yeah, for sure. I, I can't thank you enough for, for yeah. what you've done for me and, and, uh, and what we've been able to do this year, man, it means a lot. So I appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate those kind of One thing, sorry. Yep. My socks, my socks, my dead socksy. If you're if you're looking for a post Christmas gift or a New Year's gift, uh, those are still out there, and that helps me. And they're cool socks, and they're timeless. So if you have them to cash from Christmas and you want some great socks, head over to Dead Socksy. Go to the NIL tab and uh, and buy my cowboy hat socks because they're dope and you want to. So yeah, for not sure. you. Say the, the general, I might even. I might even I'll, get I'll bring you some. I'll come over and bring you some. All right, some yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love. Some. I've I've got a a uh, drawer full of dead socksy socks. By the way, promo code Rebel Grove at, at Dead Socksy you get thirty percent off. Promo thirty percent off and Mason. Yeah, and Mason. I mean, what, what else do you want, we, yeah, guys? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I, I, I plug that in there. Yeah, we'll we will uh, we will talk soon, I'm sure. And um, again, happy New Year to you, to your family. Thanks to everybody for listening over the course course of the year. The numbers have been great, the views have been great, the downloads have been great. Appreciate all of you for uh, making us a part of your week over the course of the football season. That does it for the Mason Brooks Show. Until next time, take care. Thanks. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.